Hello, hello. Here is another episode of Quiz Time India. This is your host and quiz master Aditya. Welcome you quizzers, you quizzically inclined folks. Since we last met, Taylor Swift has dropped a new album. Ben Stokes's amazing performances have caused headaches to statisticians. Liverpool has lifted the trophy and talking about all things English, the entire world has its eyes on the scientists at Oxford. as they come close to finding a vaccine well hopefully what else it's been more than a year since a marvel film has come out and on that happy note let us get to the quizzing previous week we had the two shivams from delhi metro quiz an instagram quizzing handle and before they left us they had a question for us jagat mandir named so after raja jagat singh who sponsored its reconstruction is a 16th century temple located in the heart of the city of dash while the original one was destroyed by mahmud begda in 1472 the latest five storied edifice towering to a height of 78 meters hosts a huge flag with symbols of sun and moon on it the flag is famously changed three times in a day identify the city where the temple is located the city also lends its name to few of metro stations of new delhi that's it a whole lot of you answered the question correctly and the winner for this week's prize is ananda shrinidhi and the correct answer was dwarka so well done ananda and to everyone else who sent in the answer thank you so much Ananda your prize is on its way and for others if you'd like to win yourself a prize too all you have to do is answer this week's audience question and send in your answer to @quiztimeindia on Instagram yes @quiztimeindia all right let us get to this week's quiz this week's guest on the podcast is Sandesh Rai Sandesh is someone with whom I used to quiz with and this was a decade back. I remember in our quizzing circle everyone wanted to be in Sandesh's team. He was that good. Sandesh is currently in Bangalore. He is a manager in training and compliance at Consolidated. He is a husband, he is a father and talking about his quizzing, he's been quizzing since he was 12 years old. He is a die-hard Apple fan. He's obsessed with friends. He's a fan of James Bond and Marvel movies. Sachin and Michael Jordan inspire him. And if all this wasn't enough, he is a die-hard Manchester United fan, a man of true class as you guys can tell. If all of this wasn't enough, there was one peculiar thing about him though that I really wanted you guys to know. The thing is, Sandesh knows an awful lot about Ireland. You know how people know their movies, their sports, their TV shows, their business quizzes. Sandesh knows about Ireland. It's brilliant. And invariably every quiz that he has ever hosted has had an Ireland question. I hope we get an Ireland question. Let's see if it's there, it's there, it's our luck. Let us hope the streak continues today. Here comes the quiz. Stay tuned to Quiz Time India. Hello Sandesh, thank you so much for joining us today. How are you doing? Uh, all well, Aditya. Thank you for having me here today. So, Sandesh, the idea of the podcast is quite simple. 
we both take turns asking each other questions and help each other give hints and hopefully by the end of the series of questions the volley of questions we both get to know some new interesting facts some new interesting trivia and along with us so does our audience does that sound good oh yes looking forward to you know probably cracking some questions i think i've been a bit rusty for quite some time not been playing any quizzes or taking part in any of them so this is a good uh, uh, workout you could say that that i'm really looking forward to all right so sandesh since i'm the host I'll start out with the first sure. question and uh, are you yes. ready? All right. So this question as is the case normally on this podcast has a very nice long back story. Okay. So the story goes to World War 2. On June 12, 1944, 6 days after the allied forces stormed the beaches of Normandy, okay. British general Bernard Montgomery ordered his 22nd Armored Brigade to break through the German line. Okay. So his brigade consisted of a whole lot of tanks and other vehicles with armed vehicles. Right. So they went into the enemy territory and into the German area and they marched on and this was early morning. So they kept marching for few hours without any hiccups. No Germans in sight. Their their destination was a small town called Cayenne or Cien, C A E N. and they stopped mile outside their okay. destination at a place which was called point 213 okay they stopped and people stepped out of their tanks okay. they stepped out for maintenance they stepped out for stretching their legs and for a rather very british tradition okay. now while they were outside their tanks little did they know that a german tiger tank was watching okay. them it came out of hiding and took the british out overall in 15 minutes the british lost 14 tanks nine half tracks okay. whatever that is four gun carriers and two anti tank okay. guns in just 14 minute 15 minutes and this wasn't the only such case of british officers stepping outside the tank and then causing damage such incidents had happened in europe had happened in okay. africa the british realized this and to counter this they made a significant change to the structure of their tanks which exists till date can you tell me what change did they make right so uh, what was the name of the the yeah. person who led the uh, the charge his name was bernard montgomery bernard montgomery montgomery general bernard montgomery okay montgomery okay uh and this they were yeah, they stopped to do something uh, of a british tradition is that what is that what you said uh, i think yes okay yes among all this data ah. that was one of the key things that you should have picked up and you have picked right. up so they stepped out to stretch their legs yeah. and they stepped out to do some maintenance and for a rather very british tradition so the brits are very famous for a lot of things that way yes Uh, so I think I, I'll go for a guess here and say they stepped out to have uh, tea. Brilliant answer. So the generals of all the of the whole command and everyone who was leading the tanks, they all stepped okay. out for tea. And while they were having tea, the German tank came out and oh, shot at brilliant. them. So can you tell me what structural change was made to the tanks afterwards? Uh, so they had a canteen or something, a flask that could be added. where tea would be supplied inside the uh, cold tea inside the tank that that 
sort of correct so basically every british drink since then comes with a tea kettle where you can make tea and you can also have tea so that people inside the tank do not have to step, step out, out. Okay. there are these boilers kept inside like a tiny boiler inside the tank in which you can make a cup of tea for yourself while you are brilliant brilliant bombarding brilliant. this is a really interesting question actually uh, i think my knowledge of just random trivia was probably helpful in you know, understanding and probably tracking this question but i had no idea that this this ever actually happened so it's really interesting to find out this uh, thing about british having their tea great question aditya well cracked well cracked it's your turn now right. ask me a question and hopefully i'm up to the task right so i i don't have your story telling skills so i'll probably just jump in <laughs> and uh, ask the question itself directly all uh, right so uh, if you that. were happening to walk down a street and you bumped into a couple of gentlemen by the name Mr Paul David Hewson and uh, Mr David Howell Evans Evans who would you be having mm-hmm. the privilege of talking to Interesting would you like me to repeat the question So Paul uh, Paul David Paul, Mr Paul David Hewson Hewson H E W S O N and Mr David Howell Evans mm. David yes. Howell Evans you were happening to walk down a street and you bumped into them So Aditya uh, I I slowly very uh, what do you say uh, get uh, subtly inserted a clue there in that question itself uh, yeah so I, the fact that you mentioned that I can bump into them on yeah. a street tells me is that somewhere is that a line you of thought that I should definitely be exploring that yes aha uh-huh. interesting so now what can I come across on a street I can come across a traffic signal but I think it was a it, it wasn't one of these two people who discovered or invented rather a traffic signal if I'm not mistaken it was a uh, African American man Yeah so uh, it doesn't sound like African American name If I, if I could probably name. help your line of thought uh, uh, they have so the word street is very synonymous with them in terms of uh, something they did Oh uh, they have they have some kind of you know in the field of expertise or in the field of in which they were I famous. wouldn't say field of expertise but more something mm-hmm. memorable something iconic that left their imprint on the uh, human uh, mind uh, something that defined a generation mm-hmm. you can say are they alive oh yes chance? very much so aha uh-huh. alive and kicking i must say do they have a street named after them uh, well not necessarily a street named after them but uh, or a road or a crossing Well I I I'm really not sure I I don't know about that I don't know that much okay. information but uh, okay. they did say something about street with names or with no names rather Oh that kind of I think that kind of got me in where uh, you might yes. have been going is it something to do with Joshua Tree and by virtue of that you yes. the band you are absolutely right in terms of the band you two that is uh, Mr Paul David Hewson is popularly known to us as Bono. Bono? Yeah, who is the lead vocal and rhythm guitarist and, of U2 and uh, oh. Mr. David Howell Evans, we all know him as the Edge. Edge. Yeah, the lead guitarist and backing oh. vocals of the U2 band. Where the Beats have no name. That was one of their uh, I think one of the first tracks I ever heard of uh, U2. Uh, I think maybe I was I was a 4-year-old or 5-year-old kid I think right? that, that that little riff that you hear that does something that uh, you know always got me going you know if you'd like to think about it so it's that my irish connection in this uh, quiz if you look at it youtube youtube <laughs> there comes bono there yeah. comes ireland yeah 
well done well well done all right since we are talking about music right i have another question i have a musical question for okay. you but again this has a long back story all right. are you yeah. ready shoot all right al 288-1 al 28 al 288-1 is the formal name of a skeleton okay so this skeleton is formed of hundreds of tiny little pieces of hmm. bone which make the skeleton of a female okay. of a australopithecus afarensis okay. sample so basically australopithecus is one of our human okay. ancestors okay. or primates ancestor so australopithecus were the first people who started using okay. stone tools and after them came homo habilis though that was a generation that moved okay. out of africa then came homo erectus they started using fire then there was a homo heidelbergensis okay. who started using clothes and cooking and then finally there was homo okay. sapien so australopithecus is one of the oldest of human forms and one of the most oldest specimens of that was al2881 which was found in the hadar region of ethiopia okay so at that time when it was found it was one of the oldest human links that we had and it became a big news all across the world okay that we have found our oldest ancestor in in our right. history but another thing about that sample that skeleton was that when they were discovering when they discovered her okay the campsite was slightly away from the actual site where the skeleton was found okay and the campsite had this tradition where at the end of the day they would play music and they would talk and they would chill it was a very nice scene post the work was done okay and it's just so happened that after the end of day they kept playing one song on okay that one song that one iconic song ended up being the name of this skeleton that they found and hence the name of the oldest primate that we have the human like ancestor that we have gets its name from this extremely famous song okay you have to tell me what is the name of this skeleton and hence what is the song okay so this is a very lengthy question with a lengthy back story so are there any clues yeah. that you could probably you know direct me maybe point of if you're answering the question i would recommend not going into the whole history of humanity yeah, yeah. but it's just the part where in 1974 they discovered okay. her, a skeleton okay. and they used to keep playing a song in their camp and the song featured a lady's name if i can say that okay and when they found her skeleton they were like you know what we can call this skeleton after that lady in the song okay. and hence that skeleton was named and once the news got out it got out people identified the skeleton with the song and things like that okay so is this uh, the band that performed the song are they still in uh, uh, are they still playing are they still together they're definitely not together so they found the skeleton in 1974 the song came out in the 60s 60s in the mid 60s in the late 60s okay yeah so some of the band members might not even be alive for that matter okay okay mm. hugely famous band okay hugely famous british band british band right yeah a lot of those bands at that time were british uh yeah i would uh, 
I would narrow in on two bands right now or three maybe. Okay. Uh Rolling Stones, sure. Led Zeppelin and Pink Floyd. Uh am I anywhere close? Hmm. There was one another band. Uh a British band, probably the biggest of them all. Maybe Stones could give them competition, the but Beatles. Yes. Right. Okay. Now I'm I think I've heard this song but I'm just not able to you know place my finger on it is it lucy something yes yes absolutely the song is called lucy in the sky with diamonds okay okay yeah and that was the beatles song and they used to keep playing this on the campsite when they discovered the sample and hence this skeleton the oldest human that we right. know is called wow, lucy <laughs> yeah Come on, right. your turn now. So I think uh, we seem to have a music theme going on. Uh, I have one more music question, yeah. but I'll probably save it for a little later. Uh, I'll ask you another one. Even I have one more music question. Okay. So I'll ask you a question now. Uh, it's a it's a rather short question, but it's more of a trivia based question. So yeah. it's about a word. Sure, okay? please. And uh, so this word did not mm-hmm. exist before January two thousand one. It happens to be a a very Fair interesting enough. hybrid word. made of a hawaiian word which means quick mm-hmm. and a greek word that means learning mm-hmm. what is this hybrid word that i'm talking about okay uh did not exist before the millennium yeah. jan 1st 2001 you said january 2001 is when it came out when okay jan jan 2001 yes. hmm. and uh you said a hawaiian word for quick yeah pa- so it's a it's a hybrid of two words Uh, uh one of the word is a mm-hmm. hawaiian word which means quick and the other is a greek word mm-hmm. that means learning so what is mm-hmm. this hybrid word that has been uh, in our daily lives since january 2001 i have a guess and i'll tell you how i am how i came up with this okay. guess the fact that there is a uh, the greek word right. for learning so i am assuming first of all i'm assuming it has to do with the internet this word am i correct you are, you are definitely, definitely in the right direction yes yeah so uh, since you're talking about the internet and learning i would go with wikipedia brilliantly it's yeah. a brilliant crack yes it is wikipedia right uh, pedia as we all know from yeah. encyclopedia right and, and uh, wiki is the hawaiian word which means correct quick. oh and is there any like reason why they came up with these two words I really or is it just a fluke maybe thing? Maybe it's that... a fluke. I I I really never actually uh now that you think you're asking out loud probably I should have probably explored a little bit more about mm. the back story. But it is a interesting question. I remember uh, very early in my college days I was uh, mm. you know using this and I I remember how it started mm. off also and how it has gone so deep into you know learning. I mean uh I I I try to avoid it now because I get distracted. Uh, because if i open one article to read and because there are so many hyperlinks in it you just tend to you know go off track and uh, it's a rabbit hole yeah that's it exactly it's like you're just going on and on so it takes away your time so very much right but but yeah it's, true, it's a, true, true. a great tool to you know read and learn something very quick quickly and update yourself so definitely a, a boon for us quickly again is it where is it based out of uh some Actually, european country if i'm not not mistaken yeah you know i don't know uh i think we should wikipedia yeah, wikipedia that's, that, that's the funny thing you know, i always keep thinking about that <laughs>
All right, your turn now. So it's my turn. Uh, let me also yes. have my the next music question. So okay, this is a little bit of a Great. story here, I think. So it was the year 1990, yeah. and uh, James was in a hotel okay. touring with his band for their fourth album. Desperately missing his girlfriend, mm-hmm. he called her up while strumming his guitar. As they were talking. Sure. He absent-mindedly hit the mm-hmm. open strings on his guitar in a sequence six three two one two dash three six, which he quite liked. Okay. After the call, he wrote a song around the sequence about missing his girlfriend. When the rest of the band heard it, mm-hmm. they knew it was a goldmine. Mm-hmm. Now, this happens to be one of the band's mm-hmm. most popular songs, and the song is iconic because mm-hmm. it's in a genre that the band is not known for. So my question is, which okay. band does James sing in, and what is the song name yeah, of the song? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I think uh, James was a giveaway. Yes. Considering I like the band, it is James Hetfield, and the band must be Metallica. It is definitely, and the song. Now it is about a girl. Right. That is a tricky yeah. part. Now that is a tricky part. When did Metallica write about a, about a girl? Interesting. I'm I'm going to go with the uh, famous opening notes is it by any chance nothing else matters uh, it's a very very good answer yes oh. it is nothing else matters <laughs> I had yeah. no idea I had no idea it was about a girl <laughs> right in fact uh, 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 a little story on my learning of music yeah when i was uh, growing up right mm. uh, i think i had my own uh, thoughts about it mm-hmm. i grew up in the very 80s uh, this thing so pop music was a big deal for me michael jackson was a big deal for yeah. me and all that so i was not very much into rock actually mm. uh, and then when i came to my college engineering that's yeah. when i was slowly introduced i, I started uh, getting introduced to you know uh, pink floyd and all this same things. same and uh, so someone told me metallica and it's like heavy metal mm. and you immediately form that uh, thought process in your mind you no know, this, this is some some genre that you don't want to hear true, and true, it's true. not it's, it's it's too too loud and all that and i'm really glad uh, that one of my hostel mates you know mm. uh, he actually played nothing else matters first time that was all the right. first metallica song that i heard Oh, Actually, and I was blown away, and uh, you know, of course, after that, I did listen to all their other songs. Yeah, much of it is you know heavy metal, you know that uh, true, true, true. battery, sanitarium, and all those. Yes, but uh, somehow for me, you know, maybe my mindset, I always uh, associate Metallica with nothing else matters. So that's my uh, favorite song, you know, for theirs and. Uh, The, that that whole tune and the takeaway and that you know True. the passion that's there in the song and the voice really, really and the voice James's voice. All right, Sandesh, my last question for you today. Okay. This is a very interesting piece of trivia that I found out, and this goes to the Cold War. So, nineteen seventies, X, a company called X, brokered a deal with USSR, and hence. became the okay. first capitalistic product to be sold there locking its main competitor out so 1970s okay. a company called x brokered a deal with soviet russia and basically okay. with that deal it locked its main competitor out now there was a problem in doing trade with soviet russia the right. one problem was that soviet rubles were worthless on the international market 
So okay. what Russia used to do, they used to like put a price themselves on their like how much their rubles are worth, and okay. it wasn't like uh, international factors would determine how much it was worth. Russia used to say this is the worth, and obviously other countries did not take that seriously and they did not value it. So that was one problem. Okay. And the second problem was that Soviet law prohibited taking Soviet currency abroad. So if you did business with uh, some Soviet company. you sold right. them something and they paid you in soviet currency first of all that currency was not of any value outside I and mean, even if it right. was of any value if you took it outside you could be in trouble because you can't take soviet money outside so at that time what soviet so, russia used to do was they used to barter so this company x okay. used to sell their products in return russia used to sell vodka and okay. both were happy So okay. this company used to take the vodka from Russia and go on and sell it to people all over the world where whosoever needed Russian vodka and in particular okay. Stolichnaya vodka is what the Russians okay. would sell but overall what happened was that the demand for excess products was so high that there was no amount of vodka that could compensate like there was only a limit to how much vodka they could send out right so okay what soviet russia did they told the company you know what let's keep this vodka on the side we will give you a whole lot of submarines and warships and cruisers and destroyers and a whole lot of ships in okay. return for your products and it's just okay. so what this company was supposed to do was take these warships and submarines and everything and then sell them outside internationally okay this company ended up as the sixth biggest navy in the world sixth biggest navy a totally okay. unusual feat for a company which deals in what x deals with it is a shocking thing that they had the biggest navy sixth biggest navy in the world you have to tell me what is this company that was dealing with ussr and what is x that is all you have to tell me all right so you you want to know the name of x yes right? so the year did you say it was in the 1970s or did you say it was 1970 70s 70s okay. yeah so all right x had already uh, gone into ussr but 70s okay. is when it brokered a deal and hmm. became the first capitalistic product to be sold there and also in that deal it locked its main competitor out okay yeah i will take another educated guess here sure. and say the company is xerox mm, why would you say that x and pretty much x stands for xerox no 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 said, it's a, it's a total variable x is a variable it could be abc anything and another point that i would probably think is so basically what xerox does was photocopying right True. but uh, xerox kind of you know uh, that they they took the name itself it's like uh, hmm. you you want to do a photocopy you don't say photocopy you say xerox say xerox so basically they shut out they they shut out their own comp, their competitors so by just that, that brand name itself uh. so that's why i'm going with the educated guess of oh, xerox okay okay no uh, it's not xerox it is a uh, it's a basically two company market the fact that x got yeah, in too. made sure that its main competitor which could be y z anything did not get in uh-huh. for a long okay. time and okay. x kept doing business with russia so i would like you to think right. on those terms business okay. rivalries of sort all right is it uh, late 70s or just 70s 70s in general 
So, X, so uh, yeah. I understand what from your question is that this is a particular industry where there are only two people operating X and Y and X like, basically shut down Y. They are the y biggest players. Like they are, they are the biggest players world over. Okay. Well, yeah. I don't think there is a third which comes into competition, falls into competition. Any, uh, would you please, would you be able to tell me which country of origin was X from? American. Both are American. That's the beauty. Oh, both are. That's why oh, the both f- are American. That's why the first capitalistic product. This is Soviet Russia, who is fighting America oh, got, day oh, in day out. I think I got it now. Yeah. <laughs> I think I got it now. Tell me. Uh, it should be Coca Cola. Uh, Coca Cola was the competitor. X was. Okay. Pepsi. Exactly. It was Pepsi. Pepsi and Coca-Cola were trying to get into USSR because it was such a huge market and market yeah yeah. Obviously it's you know soda everyone loves it. USSR wanted it. The people the kids right. wanted it. So Pepsi brokered a deal and with that deal they locked Coca-Cola out until late mid to late eight, uh, 1980s. So Pepsi got some 10 15 okay. years of monopoly in the russian market started yeah okay. and to think that it's a pepsi and coke are as american as you can get right in terms of products and yeah, stuff right, right. and what pepsi yeah, I'm, i'm interested to know what happened to those warships and all that <laughs> yeah i'll tell that you pepsi managed to so first pepsi traded uh, vodka so they would take vodka from russia and take it to america and sell it in america right. so americans are drinking okay. russian vodka aramse while they're fighting russians are drinking american pepsi while they're fighting now more right. money more pepsi was required so more money had to be paid to pepsi so they gave all these warships and uh, cruisers and destroyers and everything so the idea was pepsi would take them to america and then they would find they would be right. the middlemen and they will sell it to people across the world so they okay. took them to america and that is when they realized that russia had sent them such bad products that they just left uh-huh. them on the coast that saying that we can't even sell it on scrap and okay. <laughs> like if we sell it on scrap it will cost us more so they just let it outside i don't remember where the port is but there is a port which is full of russian uh, submarines and warships in america so yeah that is what happened oh, to those yeah so okay. that was the question that was the question of cold war question that i have for you well done you got it pepsi was the brand now sandesh time for one last question from you this one will be for our audience and i'd like to remind our audience okay. that if they know the answer all they have to do is get on instagram and send the answer to quiz time india at the rate quiz time india or if they are on twitter then at the rate podcast studio 41 and on facebook we are studio 41 so do send in your answers and remember the person who gives the correct answer will win themselves a prize sandesh please take it away with the audience question Yeah so my question for the audience is on June 23rd 1927 the Bombay Presidency Radio Club started broadcasting over India airwaves uh this was the start of radio in India it was later taken over by the government which led to the eventual formation of All India Radio since 1956 it is known by a popular name which literally describes what this service is in sanskrit please tell me what the name i'm looking for great 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 please tell what the name is i think uh, it's a very easy question i think sandesh if i'm not mistaken if people listen to mahabharat and ramayan watch mahabharat and ramayan they should be able to crack it also i i i hope so definitely that's what it's a it's a very easy question uh, that's why it literally describes what it's doing 
in Sanskrit. So <laughs> and also uh, one of my old uh, employers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because I I I know you are in radio, so I thought let's have a question on radio itself. Thank right? you so, so much. That is the idea. All right, Sandesh. So that brings us to the end of the quiz. Thank you. I hope you had fun. I hope you enjoyed the quizzing session. Oh, it was very much. It was very 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 enjoyable. Yeah, I I learned a few new things today. Definitely. And it was good to Thank catch you. up with Thank you. you. Good to quiz with you after a decade almost, man. It was good to see you. Good to talk to yes. you. Yes. Yes. Same. Same here. All right, all right, all right. That was the quiz. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for listening to the show. If you'd like to answer Sandesh's question and win yourself a prize, all you have to do is send in your answers at @quiztimeindia on Instagram. Yes, @quiztimeindia on Instagram or on Twitter at @podcaststudio41 or on Facebook at @studio41. That's all for me. This is Aditya signing off. Thank you for your time. You can thank me for mine. Stay tuned to Quiz Time India.